excellent choice. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. What's going on now, there's a big debate going on amongst my friends about seasonal hair. Okay. Yeah, you don't know what that is? No. I, I, is it a different color? No. See, okay, so women have, I don't know if you know this, but like there are certain scenarios that come up where a woman will completely change her look. She'll change her hair color. She'll change her cut. She'll mm. change the style. She'll make like a big, massive change. And uh, as far as I can tell, there's like four scenarios that a woman will do that. There's seasonal hair, which means you're going to go like darker for fall and lighter for summer. Right. You're going to put highlights in. You're going to take the highlights out. You're going to, if you're like my friends, you like a streak of pink or a streak of, streak of blue. You're going to do that now as opposed to the summer. Summer you know? needs blonde. Autumn is a reddish type of color. Well, it's just, no, it's like streaks of color. Like people will put in, like my friends will all do highlights in the summer because they didn't go outside and it's going to get even blonder. So they don't mind having highlights just that way, you know, whatever. Mm. So, um, yeah, so there's there's seasonal hair. There's breakup hair. There's new mommy hair, which I don't know if you've noticed that. That's Mm -hmm. a biggie. And then there's new year, new you hair. So those are the four scenarios that women decide that they're going to have brand new hair. Yeah, you got to have new baby hair. I even had new baby hair. So I had really long hair. Then the first time my oldest grabbed my hair and pulled it, I said, that's it. It's gone. Right. Cutting it off today because I I can't do this. So I need new daddy hair. So there's there's new daddy hair. (laughs) Wow. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So and I guess women, you just want to jump in the shower and jump out and not do anything to your hair. That's what you want for new baby hair. It's weird. Like, I can't begin to tell you how many of my friends had their first child over the past, like, year or two, whenever they had their first child. And the first thing they did was just cut off their hair. Mm-hmm. It, didn't, it didn't matter that they did not look good with short hair. Like, I have some friends that look gorgeous with short hair, believe me. But then I have a bunch of friends that like, girl, what did you do to yourself? You look like a little boy now. I mean, not that it's I don't want to, like, misgender people. I don't want to get yelled at for you know, saying like, you look like a little boy, like that's a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't the intention. No, you you no longer look good. You can say that when you cut your hair, you no longer are attractive. Yeah. I I definitely have friends that like suddenly become invisible to Mm -hmm. the world and invisible to men. I'm one of those people. Like I had a boyfriend once who convinced me to cut my hair off and I cut my hair super short. And it was like, I look back at those pictures and I was, I mean, I was ugly. Like not even a little unattractive. No, ugly. He loved. <laughs> he loved it. Now I'm looking back, and it's like he wanted me to be ugly and invisible to other men. Like that was the reason why he wanted me to cut cut my hair off. But um, yeah, I have a lot of friends that just they. Uh, my girlfriend that just had twins. Mm-hmm. She had super long hair, and she was putting it up. She was wearing braids. She was doing everything she could, and finally she was like, you know what? I, I give up, uncle. And she chopped it all off. It is like super short. But on her, because she's gorgeous, it's chic and beautiful. And she should have done it years ago. Um, but yeah, so the new mommy hair is definitely a thing. Like if you're if you're at home taking care of your own kids, you don't you're not a celebrity. You don't have a ton of help. You need hair that you don't have to think about. Like that's the last thing you're not even napping. Like my friends have realized you have to when the baby sleeps, that's when you sleep, mm-hmm. you know, but for everybody else. 
who doesn't know that, like they think, oh, you just sleep whenever you want. No, no. When you have kids, like it's so the hair is the last thing you want to think about. Anyway, so the conversation now is the seasonal hair. Mm -hmm. But a lot of my friends are working from home. So do you go to the salon and spend money on, you know, quote unquote, seasonal hair if you're working at home? Who's going to see you? Okay, don't do it. I'm just telling you now because here's a video of a girl that spent 300 bucks to get her hair cut shorter and uh. she hates it. So Ooh. she had to make a TikTok because she hates it so bad. And why does she hate it? Because she looks like a Karen. Uh. <laughs> I just paid $300 to look like a Karen. Yeah. I look like I'm on the PTA. <laughs> I swear I don't drive a minivan. <laughs> yes, you it's do. It's bad. Yeah, that's bad hair. I look like I have three sons who play T-ball. <laughs> I look like I have three sons that play T-ball. <laughs> I look like I collect coupons. <laughs> Look like I collect coupons. Okay, let's practice. Let's practice. Let's practice. Let me speak to your manager. <laughs> yeah, that is some bad. But here's the thing: so as you're sitting there, you don't you walk in and discuss with the person ahead of time what you want done. Do you just walk in and like blindly just go have at it, do whatever you want, and here's three hundred dollars. I don't get that. No, I mean, I had, I think we've all had really bad haircuts at one point and my really bad haircut, I stopped in one of those places on the side of the road because I needed a haircut before my 10 year high school reunion. Like one of those places that also sells fireworks. No, it, it was like a uh, <laughs> super cuts or some shit like that. Oh, okay. But got it. I, I waited too long mm. to get a haircut. So I just said, screw it. I just want to cut, and it's not really hard to cut my hair. You just cut here and cut here. It was the worst hair. I felt like that woman. It was <laughs> it was the worst hair. And I was like, and tomorrow I have to go to my high school reunion looking like this. Oh, oh no. That's the worst part. So people think that that's what you look like regularly because they haven't seen you in 10 they years. They haven't. The last time they saw me, my hair was to my ass. Right. So my hair was my identity in high school so now i'm showing up with the worst haircut you can possibly imagine just because i just walked in and went any mini miny mo i'll go with you right but so what happens like do they do you just say cut it or and you don't discuss it ahead of time they don't you don't know what they're gonna do as they're doing it you don't realize they're doing something bad like i don't get it yeah sometimes they don't even turn you to the mirror so you're kind of around you're not even paying attention but I say do a one and a half around, fade it up, and and cut the top, and that's usually all you need to tell them. Right, unless they're new and don't know what any of those words mean that you just said. <laughs> but if you cut hair for a living, you should know what that means. Clearly, that person who cut your hair did not know what that means. It was so bad, and there's nothing I could do. I'm like, screw it, wearing a hat, <laughs> wearing yeah. a hat to the reunion. Yeah, no, I'm so controlling when I get a haircut. They're like, you got a lot of loose, whatever they call it, split ends. You got to cut off your split ends. Like, I got to take off like two, three inches. I was mm -hmm. like one inch. And if it's a like a minute before, like over a one inch, if it's like one and a quarter, I am 
throwing a tantrum and setting this place on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The split ends only are this much. So that's all you get to cut off. <laughs> They're like, no, you have a lot of split. En- no, I don't want to hear that word out of your mouth. I'm telling you, you get an inch and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all you get. So, yeah, it, the, like the only time I ever had the situation was the boyfriend that convinced me to cut it all off and how sexy he thought like that little pixie cut is. But I'm not a pixie girl. No. And, and I was stupid. Like, I should have said, I'm not a pixie girl. Like, I'm sorry you don't like my hair as is. And oh, my God, I feel like it took me years to grow it out. I feel like that. That's why I never cut my hair. Now, you make fun of me all the time because mm-hmm. my hair is so long, but it's because I'm so traumatized. One yeah, guy. I'm traumatized by that super short hair that I had. And of course, what happened during the time I had my super short hair? I get my first radio job. Oh, no. Then they got to do photos. Yeah, they got to do photos. Oh, and, great. And they think that's what I look like. Oh, no. And the bad thing is, is in radio, when you take a photo, you have to live with that photo for like eight years. Oh, yeah. Your whole They're career. They're not taking a new one. They're not taking a new one. No. We <clears> spent <throat> the big money for the big person to come in and take photos. We're not doing it again. We have no right. budget. Yeah, it was a nightmare. It was like of all t- I had long hair my entire my haircut I have right now. Mm-hmm. I have pictures of myself at five years old with this exact same haircut. Like I have had this haircut my entire being, except for that period of time yeah. when I let the boyfriend talk me into short hair. It was so ugly. Yeah, back then was the when that haircut was popular. Now I know <laughs> you're still trying to bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Come on, Cooper. You can do it. Beatles it's- tried. You can do yeah, it too. Sh- this is not that. It, no, this is not that. Justin it, Bieber no, had is, that in two thousand one. It's like a Justin Bieber mullet. No, it isn't. Sing I me achy breaky heart, please. No, it's not a mullet. It's because I have my headphones <laughs> oh, on. Oh, is, is that what it is? Look at my hair. Okay, hang on. Take my headphones off. So you can see. It's not a mullet. There, it's like lots and lots of layers. Better. That looks much better. That's, well, it's because I had my. <laughs> No, oh. I've got I've got good hair. I have good hair and I have lots of it. Just like the bangs are a little messed up because I cut them myself. <laughs> so I wonder if people sort of switch by us on Twitch and go, oh, look at that girl. She's got a mullet. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a mullet, though. It's not a mullet. It's... Yeah, with the headphones on, you do. So well, yeah, with the put headphones the headphones on, back on so we like can a get mullet. the mullet. Yeah, it's true. It does look like a mullet. Achy okay, breaky. We just call it the achy breaky show. Shut up. It's the Cooper and Anthony show. We always talk sometimes you, you see parking spots in New York and a parking deck go for like 50,000 bucks. And what? No, no, no. I don't know who told you that. Parking. So if you get a monthly parking. Mm-hmm thing like a you know if you pay for a monthly parking it's not fifty thousand dollars that's not possible is it more no it's way less i would say the most expensive so the way it goes by what kind of car you have so the average in new york city is like anywhere between three and five hundred dollars a month depending on how expensive the building is or you know whatever but you pay more if you have like a high-end car, like a really good car. They charge you extra for like a Porsche or a Ferrari. Or, that doesn't make or, any sense. You're just taking up the same amount of space. No, the reason is because they keep it in a different place and they, they're they precious with it. And they're it's it's the way their insurance works. with all my cars. I know, I know. It has to do with insurance. I know. Well, now in Boston, 
there's a parking spot in the south end, $375,000 for one parking spot. For the year. Three seventy five. You you own it. Oh oh oh! You can own it. Yeah, for three hundred and seventy five thousand bucks, that is your parking spot forever. Like you own it, and you can you can sell it at some point the way you sell I a guess, house. I guess you can. Right. I guess you can put a tent in it and, and live there. I don't know. I never heard of that. See, New York City, you rent for the month. There there are no parking spots that you buy. This doesn't exist in New York City. All right, so. Number 14 is the one that's for sale. And if you look next to number 14, there's a guy kind of parked in your parking spot. He's not parked very good. That right. would piss me off. Dude, 375 large for this parking spot. And then you ha- you can't even park decently in it. That's a, like he's taking up about $8,000 worth of your parking spot. You got to charge him like eight grand for that. Pretty pricey parking spot here for sale in Boston South End. It's hitting the market at nearly $400,000. It's very expensive to park your car. It's in the garage. <laughs> Car parking is very expensive in Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Tired of looking for parking in Boston? You can buy one of these tandem parking spots in the South End for just three hundred and seventy-five. Is it by Havid Yad? (laughs) You pay by the Yad. The single parking spot up for sale is in the. You gotta work hard to make that kind of, of money. Luxury condo before to pack like that. But where else you get a parking car? I mean, the real. Some people are willing to pay that, but I mean, you can move your car every other week and save three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's in a parking garage, so <laughs> it's a heated parking garage park at that. Look at this. Street with a permit, but if you don't want to deal, is with there a parking attendant? <laughs> no, you have to park yourself. You can splurge big time <laughs> by dropping six figures on a spot inside this heated parking garage. It's it's a heated parking garage <laughs> for your car. Is astronomically. I want my car to be heated. <laughs> you told me that was like, are they joking or what? You could buy something. Could buy a really nice house in other places. People, yeah, think- but then you, you can't park your car in your house. You gotta. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Cost of living. You can have a house, but where are you gonna park your car? Exactly. See, I I think everybody in Boston is doing it wrong because just freaking build parking decks. <laughs> I mean, right. you, you, that's how much an apartment is. Now, now, we're, now we're talking like that. Uh, you don't have to put a bathroom in. You don't have to put a kitchen. It's just a square. I'm just not surprised that right. you want to hear those. A square that somebody next to you is parking halfway in. Yeah, they park bad. So now i got to park my car. Uh, <laughs> definitely. 375 to park your car. That is crazy. Yeah, that's that's insane. Like I said, we don't have that in New York City. It's all rental. And it, and sometimes you can get a, you buy an apartment and a spot comes with it. Mm-hmm. It's not extra money. I don't know of anything that they uh, that they charge you that kind of money just for the, the parking spot. You know what I mean? Like you can't sometimes you get an apartment and they make you pay extra for a parking spot that is for that apartment. Mm. But somebody from out there, somebody from like out in the world can't come and just buy your parking spot. That doesn't exist. Well, when we had an apartment, we had pretty much the front of the, of the place you could park your car in. Right. But there'd always be somebody there. 
Always, yeah. So I would be very pissed if I paid that much money to park my car and somebody was parked <laughs> in my parking spot. You would lose your mind. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, but that's the whole thing. So spot 14 is yours. So nobody else can park there. But I'm just saying, you have to live in the building in New York City to have a parking uh, spot. You just can't, you can't rent no. a parking spot. You can't just rent a parking spot. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. If you had just stupid, crazy money, and please don't say Kanye West, um, (laughs) and you could hire any band to play your living room Mm -hmm. or any artist or any, who would it be? Rihanna. So if money was no object, you would be, Rihanna's going to play my living room. You're going to put that on social media. A couple of friends going to come over. You're going to seem like a king. Yeah, I didn't even have to think about that. I've I've already had this in my brain that if I ever had the kind of money that I can afford Rihanna, that's exactly there's no question. That that's exactly who I would have. I wouldn't even don't even ask me twice. So for your birthday, that's what you want. You yes, want I want Rihanna. Rihanna. Robert Kraft had the same thing. So Robert Kraft, if you don't know who he is, he owns the New England Patriots. Wait, that's the guy who got the rub and tug. One guy gets a massage <laughs> and his whole life, this, this guy's whole life, he's given billions of dollars to charity. He's uh-huh. done great things for the city of Boston. Uh-huh. Rub and tug. <laughs> he gives so many people a job. I mean, look what he's done he, with that. He gave, he gave those women a job. That's true. And they gave him a job right back. <laughs> So for the rest of his life, you hear Robert Kraft. Oh yeah, you got the you got the hand job. Yeah, rub and tug. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> so well, anyway, yeah. he has more money than he knows what to do with. So he's going to go ahead and uh, invite a band to play his party. He hired the Rolling Stones. Oh my God! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Holy moly! And what he did is he's like, well, I I really don't want him to come to my house, so let's do it at Gillette Stadium. <laughs> but we're not going to do the whole stadium. We're just going to put a tent in the middle of the field, and wow. I'm going to invite a couple of friends over, and we're going to watch the Rolling Stones. Like they brought in a couch, six guys, <laughs> six guys, a couch, some beer, and the Rolling Stones. And it's their first show since Charlie Watt. Oh, since Charlie Watts died, right. So this is their first time they're going to be seen in public playing without him. And it's this happens to be Robert Kraft's party. <laughs> <laughs> so people were... And it's the first show of our 2021 20, tour. So this is it. This is a tryout. This is a... Believe they agreed to do this. <laughs> so, and then you go, you go down. The, the funny thing is, here we go. You got to watch white people dancing. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so this, this, listen how good a the Rolling Stones sound. They sound amazing, but watch white people dance. Okay, <laughs> that's I'm the ready. fun thing. Here it comes. Here it comes. Wow, they do sound great. It 
looks like every white person here is dancing to a different song. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what band are they listening to? <laughs> what, what are they doing? So they go, they keep moving around. Now one is moving in the beat. <laughs> and they're all moving in different beats. That's my favorite thing. It's almost like the North of same show. <laughs> Listen to him now. That's amazing. And you know, it's the Rolling Stones playing just for you. Try and act a little bit excited. There's a couple of guys that are just standing there. Wait, hang on. I know, but I at least I'm happy that people didn't have their phones sitting up the whole time. They were because, living in no, the because, moment. Yeah, no, because they're not millennials. Because they're older, they're boomers, and boomers just don't do that. Oh, um, that and you what can it just funny. Yeah, I've I've been to concerts where there's boomers, millennials, and Gen X and Gen Z, and it's the boomers are always just either standing there or sitting there. Everybody else has their phones up. Um, but see, that's what I think is interesting. Like some of them. There's the Rolling Stones playing a private show just for you. They're playing one of their most iconic songs. And there's a couple of guys that are just standing there like, eh, whatever. Yeah, it's just going to be over at some point. Right. <laughs> Here they are again. <laughs> White people at a concert. Oh, my God. This is so. Oh, my God. This one woman is. A, and she's clapping. She's not even clapping. In she's, like, she's like the jerk. <laughs> what song are you listening to, people? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> There's like 10 people at the show. And they're all listening to different music. <laughs> Listen to them. Sound well, obviously, amazing. somebody has a phone because we have the recording of it. Yeah, one person holding up a phone, and they're not dancing because... Somebody brought their daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I have to go? Yes. What's this? Who are these old guys oh on the stage? God, I'll like just record it. Yeah, I'll, re I'll record it for you, Ma. <laughs> it's like a gazillion years old. They're coming to Charlotte, by the way, uh, in the next couple of nights. The Rolling so, Stones are? The Rolling Stones, yeah. They're going to play the big stadium. Um and I'm gonna miss it because it's it's it's, it's a pandemic, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the Stones are a band I would maybe risk getting sick for, uh -huh. but yeah, I, I can't afford to go to see the Rolling Stones. That's no way. I can imagine yeah. how much tickets are. Yeah, and it's going to be crowded, and you live in a place where nobody wears masks, so. Yeah. So yeah, the whole time I'm going to be standing there going, "Okay, sympathy for the devil." I'm getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i gotta go and the funny thing is the rolling stones are a bunch of white guys yet they can dance and they can keep the beat you know they're musicians i guess i guess that's how that's how musicians like them become musicians like the only white guys that can move you're like wow that guy's doing something that i've never seen before mm -hmm. well moving like jagger that's where the song came from 
Right, right. The moves like Jagger, the one white guy from that England. Can dance. Yeah, that you can don't dance. see anybody else in the band dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Keith ain't dancing. So True. Mick has the moves like Jagger. That's how he can get away with it. But right. nobody in the crowd, that's the whole thing I, I was watching going, nobody can dance. <laughs> and it was like a bad Eddie Murphy joke about white people dancing. <laughs> that was it right there. Even the ones that were bopping their head were like not even bopping their head to the right song or the right beat. Like that was that was really funny and frustrating to watch. It's like, do you not hear the music? Do you not? I don't get what's going on there. No. And all Robert Kraft friends are super white. They're just not white. Right. They're, <laughs> super, they're transparent white. <laughs> the Cooper and Anthony show. What is your what's the line that you draw? that you will instantly block or unfollow somebody aside from politics. Forget about politics. What, what does somebody have to do or post or say to you that gets them an instant block or an instant unfollow? I got one the other day where a person asked me for a loan. Like a legit person you knew or sent me a message and said, I'm really on hard times. Felt bad. Yeah. You know, but I don't give money out. You don't even give money to your kids. Yeah, I'm very cheap. Very cheap. So that that got a, a block. But I block people because super politics. You know, I, I, I just can't. But aside from, po- aside from politics, everybody blocks everybody from politics. So let's say right. anything else other than politics gets somebody a block, a hide on. A bad joke sometimes if. if the joke hits me. I don't know. I mean, I really don't block that many people because I think it's different because I'm on Facebook. So I see one person on Facebook and I don't see him again for three, four months. <laughs> That's just the way Facebook is. Right. They bury people. So I, I kind of forget to follow. Well, one girl is always sick, always in the hospital. So I see that. And I go, oh, God, not again. Would you just die? <laughs> Jesus, Anthony! You're always in the hospital. Come on. <laughs> so. so you should you should unfollow her. That's a good person unfollows. Okay, somebody who's like always sick and always talking about like this person's sick, that person's sick. They died. She died. Mm. We died. You died. Yeah. Right. So that's I still haven't unfollowed her yet. But yeah, she put up a post today. I'm sick again, and blah blah blah. blah. Next. Yeah. Unfollow. Unfollow. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Dead pets. Dead pets. Yeah. I'm sorry your cat or dog died, but it's here's what's amazing about it. It's one thing if you are have a regular narrative and then you just put one post like, oh, bad news, guys, you know, Fluffy went to dog heaven today. That's fine. But I have people that I follow on various social media sites that are celebrate the anniversary of the pet's death. They're constantly posting photos. Oh, I remember this. I remember mm-hmm. that. Or here, I put a montage together. Fluffy that died six years ago. Right. You know, unfollow, block. I'm sorry. I'm not here to memorialize your dead pet. I, I can't handle dead animals to begin with. Like, I, I don't want to hear stories about dead animals. There was something today that I caught that I can't stop thinking about. It's really upsetting me. I I don't want anything to do. I don't want to know that animals die ever. I want to live in a world that animals never die. So I understand that sometimes you post something because a pet has passed. So in the moment, I understand. I would never do that. 
I would never share that with strangers. I just, it's on their business. That's like my private grief. Um, but fine. If you want to share it, that's great. It's the people that go on about it. You know, I, oh, this one girl to like, get a new dog already. She's still mm. talking about this one dog. And I had to listen. She not just, this is when I decided to block her and unfollow her. She went back over the dog's lifespan and the dog's health issues deteriorating over time. And it's like, well, we know what happened. The dog died because you haven't stopped talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfollow. I think it depends on how good a friend I am to the person because Mrs. J yeah, yeah. Yeah. posts all the time about her, do- her dead dog. Been dead five years. I always see something about the dead dog, but it's Mrs. J. I might miss comedy gold. <laughs> if I right, it's true, her. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I feel like yeah, the, the J's get a pass. J and Mrs. J get a pass, and little J, they all get a pass because they're they're a whole other breed of, of mm. person. Like this one woman, she has uh, she had two dogs. One died, and the second one is there, and she's like, every day we miss Fluffy. Mm. Like, I, I can't. I, I just can't. I, I need to get on with my life and not think about your dead dog every time I wake up in the morning and check what you, what you're doing on Instagram. Sorry, I, I don't want to know about your grief. Blocked is a new level. No, I blocked this one woman. That's like, and I told you to block her because she's, I didn't realize she was nuts. Right. Yeah. I don't want someone like that following us. Okay. So I can just imagine your blocked list being four pages long. It's very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, have you ever heard from Cooper? I think she died. <laughs> I, I, I went on Facebook. I couldn't find her. I, I, there's not that many Cooper Lawrences, and it didn't even come up. She had some stuff to say about you, and I was like, let me get her name so I can tell Anthony to block her, too. Mm. And I went to my block list, and I was like, oh, this is a long one. She's not, <laughs> she's not here somewhere. It's not, it's not in the order that you block them. So I had to look through and like find her. Oh, it took me a while. it's not like the first blocked person, and then so no. on. It just puts them up there randomly. No, I thought it would be, but it wasn't. So I, I found her, and I sent her to you, and I said, block this bitch. Right, and I did. So I think I have Good. like two. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll unfollow you. I'm not going to block you. I think that's rude as hell. That- yeah, that was. I wanted to be rude as hell. Okay. Well, yeah. I some was- people just. Some people deserve consequences to their actions. And you know what? Here's the thing. It's just social media. What do you care if I block you? What do you care? I don't. I'm not in your life. I don't know you. I'm a stranger. What do you care? What I think? Yeah, but you're totally dead to them. Yeah. Totally dead. You don't even exist. You can't be found on Google. Google doesn't even know you anymore because you blocked them on their computer. You don't exist. And you're no, fine but, with that. But I'm a stranger to them in real life also. So what's the difference? Why should I why should I know you on social media if I don't know you in real life? Right. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever blocked except for I have one or two that I've known yeah, in see, real life. You have, yeah. you have some blocks. Yeah. yeah just cause, and it's the political thing. It's nothing other than the political thing and ex-girlfriends that I don't want to defi- define me. But that's cause you're a guy. You've got ex-girlfriends and political stuff. When you're a woman, I don't care what you look like. If you just have a vagina, there's going to be some guy macking on you or trying to slide into your DMS <laughs> and you're going to have to block them. You can't just, I have a couple that I've restricted because I realized that if I block them, it's aggressive and then they might, who knows what they'll do. So restricting is like, they don't know about it. They think they're still messaging me and they're like, I never hear from her. Yeah. We had a Howard Stern whack packer tracking you down. 
Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> and at first you're like, hee hee, that's cute. That he's right. Said, then it got to next level. Yeah. So then it got then weird. You, you had to block him and I think you're dead to him now. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot all about that. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was weird. For like yeah. a week. It started out started off real nice. Hey yeah. Cooper, love the show. Right. Hey Cooper, I want to eat your head. I mean, it went, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it went like that in a week, and I'm going to kill you and weigh your skin. Oh, block! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. It did get very weird very fast, and it's so funny because next time we have Robin Quivers on the show, mm. remind me to tell her about that because I think she'll think it's maybe funny. I don't know. No, I mean, she won't be surprised. I mean, nobody yeah. would be surprised if I said who the guy's name is. Right. And I just said guy. So guy's name that was, was tracking you down. He like, probably has him blocked too. Oh, I guarantee it. A lot of people have him blocked. <laughs> I have him blocked. <laughs> just because there's some way he'll get in touch with me to get in touch with you. So that yeah, guy at this point, him. yeah, at this point, this guy gets on social media. He's like, gee, nobody's here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gone. There's like three people in the world. <laughs> They're all whack packers. There's like nobody on, nobody's on Instagram. No one's on TikTok. No one's anywhere. <laughs> what happened to social media? <laughs>